0: We are on a mission. A mission to save and revitalize independent pharmacy.
1: On the Catalyst Pharmacy Podcast, you'll get actionable business advice.
0: Hear stories from industry leaders. And share a laugh or two with us.
1: Fuel your passion for pharmacy.
0: One conversation at a time. So, Catalyst Pharmacy Podcast. Welcome, Welcome everybody. Welcome Natalie Wilcox
1: with Thank Medtel.
0: You. Glad to have
2: you.
1: Very happy to be here. Yeah, we started off with. Uh, I guess you saw Jeff like dancing before he sat yeah. down and put his earphones in. So yeah, he he likes to like jam up, play some music, different genres. So we yes, did. Have we have an listened 80's rock. to Elvis.
0: What's your favorite Elvis song?
1: Yeah, today was Elvis.
0: Which favorite album? Suspicious,
1: suspicious Minds. Suspicious Minds. Oh, oh very yeah. Good. yeah. yeah. Oh, that I like the tune. Yeah. 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 I like yeah. that. Okay, so that then, tells us something about your what, personality,
0: though. You have a, <laughs> a, a suspicious. It's a
1: catchy song. Okay, yeah. so then next, now let, let's take that to the, that uh, this conversation to the next level. Um, if you're if you're listening to music to kind of get you amped up, kind of like Jeff likes to do for a podcast, what genre are you listening to? Are you like an 80s rock? Are you like a current? Are you are you a Tay Tay fan?
2: Well, I will actually surprise you quite a bit. So Uh-oh. I I <laughs> I like a lot of alternative and independent music. So I actually listen to a lot of uh, older what I consider punk music. So interesting. Uh, nice. A little heavier, yeah, a little more on the rock side.
1: I knew I liked you. <laughs> well
0: no, in your age, alternative became pop. Really. Yeah. Uh, you look in the 90s, kind of alternative bands. They had really a lot be-
2: of crossover. There really became yeah.
0: pop at that time.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay, it, it, so what bands? It, it got
0: to be too cool.
2: Well, it depends on what era, but late 70s, I'm a big fan of The Clash. Uh, okay. When I was growing up, I listened to a lot of alternative stuff, New Wave, like The Cure and Violent Femmes, bands like that. Um, okay. And I, lo- now, I like
0: uh, The
1: Cure. Um, mm-hmm.
0: And now...
2: Now I listen to a pretty big variety. So I go from old R&B to sometimes some newer hip-hop. Not too new, though. I don't, I'm not a big fan of that. Uh, and then I also uh, i am really liking this band that is out of the UK that probably nobody's heard of. They're called Idols. It's a
1: okay. little on the
2: heavier side, but really So the British really Invasion is making music. another invasion? I think maybe. So
0: There's what does under- On the Heavy Side mean? Are, are we screaming? Like, yeah. Are we, like, heavy, are we having like my chemical are we,
1: romance are, here or heavy, uh, like- no? I'm trying to think of who is the other band that I liked that was everything was a scream. Um, I've got their, I, I have their CD because my son came home. He's R and B's or yeah, R and B's making a, a pop, he's making a comeback, and he's like. Mom, do you know this song? And I was just like, okay, please, let's go in the attic and let me show you my CD collection from 1999.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. the screaming Rock was great because every kid could be a rock star, right? Yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, I can do just that. Screaming. <sighs> I mean, Lincoln, yeah, it's just good. I can do so it. So, Lincoln Park. I can be it. I can be a rock star. Yep.
2: Yeah. yeah. That, that was the emo phase with some of those bands. But, you know, even there was that um, that big song from Kelly uh kelly clarkson
1: that came out since you've been gone she gets a little heavy in that she starts like since you've been gone you know (laughs) so when mackie was two that was when that when kelly clarkson came out that song and it was so popular and and when it would play on the radio or my cd which was janky up into the cassette tape to connect Mm -hmm. because that's how we used to do it um it was funny because she's in the back seat in her little boot, in her little car seat. And all of a sudden, that part, like you'd hear her mumbling and singing along. And I'm just like, huh? And then all of a sudden, it was, she started belting and just screaming, the sensei, yeah. my God. And I was just like, oh, my God, that's awesome.
0: If you'd had TikTok then... We'd have it.
1: Now. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying. Forever well, in Just saying. And it was funny because You'd have had you had like not, a bazillion followers. You were not allowed to turn around and look at her. She's like, "No, you drive. You yeah. worry about yourself." <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. But she's. I love there. it though. It shows kids.
2: You know, it's just a different way to express yourself. And some oh, we all yeah. have emotions and kids are expressive excited or happy. Yeah. Little, little boys so, dance,
0: and then we, yeah. and then we like we like get it out of them. We're like, "Oh, that's not cool." No, like, I, I would say their that, friends
1: yeah. do it you too, get so though. Conscious. Yeah,
0: you like yes. their their friends say things like, never do that again. <laughs>
1: right. Yes. Because there are some things that you should never do again. (laughs) There's nothing I should never do again that doesn't harm somebody else. Samed out of free movement. But you know what? (laughs) That's right. He's embracing it. He was dancing. (laughs) He's not afraid.
0: (laughs) That a lot. Yes. But I mean, Kelly Clarkson is
1: one of those artists (laughs) that you could listen to her like seeing it's raining outside, like just whatever she can, she can do it. So
0: tell us about Natalie. Where did you, um, where did you, where did you come from? Where are you going? (laughs)
2: <laughs> so I grew up in Florida, and I have had a 20-year career in marketing. Uh, I was raised by my father and mother. My dad was out of the uh, military in the early 80s. We moved to Florida as a nice, quiet pace. And uh, But I had an interesting childhood because my mom is from Thailand originally, and with oh, my wow. father exiting the military, we traveled quite a bit when I was young, and we actually lived in Belgium for a time when I was growing up, so I went to a French preschool and was educated uh, in a very international wow. environment. Why do yeah. I always
0: feel so like a nobody? That is so what? cool. <laughs> <laughs> that is amazing.
2: All There's right. somebody.
0: <laughs> How is, what was that Belgium, what was that like?
2: So I was very young, but I had some really in- – I just so much exposure to different cultures at the time. So I uh, grew up in a household where we spoke English. My mother was Thai. She spoke Thai to her friends. And then in school, I had German friends, Korean friends. My teachers all spoke French. And as a child at that age, you're very uh, adaptable and I mm-hmm. think intuitive in a sense. So you get to uh, learn to communicate with other people.
1: So how many languages do you speak? Well, back then... It was five but wow. then we moved to this little tiny town
2: in florida and uh nobody spoke french <laughs> so, yep.
1: so i really didn't read that out of you again.
2: yeah there was just
1: no so practice. if you if you go back if you go to france it i mean is it going to be like back? riding a bicycle and it just comes back and you're like oh yeah, yeah i know what they're saying and i can get by you can um, get by yeah. okay <laughs> So, so did your
0: mom do the deal where she talked about your dad with her friends in Thai so that he didn't oh, know yeah. what she was saying? <laughs> <Definitely>. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Definitely. Be My like, dad
2: actually spoke Thai as well. Oh, so uh, okay. okay. Yeah, so yeah. He see, I think that would
0: be required. <laughs> like um, mm-hmm. one of uh, our, our uh, head product manager, a uh, guy named Josh Howland, his wife. And her,
1: is, and her family, they're is, from El Paso. Yeah, they're
0: from El Paso. She speaks fluent Spanish.
1: Fluent Spanish. And
0: they had their daughter going into an immersion program where half of it's Spanish, half of it's English. And he's like, his greatest fear is that his daughter and his wife are going to be talking about her, he, talking about him in Spanish. And um, so he's going like, to, I got to up my game, that. right? Yeah. I'm going to have to learn yeah. more about
2: it's, it. I have a friend that's, uh, he married a Brazilian woman, and she taught the kids Portuguese, but he doesn't speak it, so they have their oh, own special, oh yeah, like, daddy like, language. Dad, Dad's he's it. doing
0: it again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'd like to yeah. be, I'd be like, I'd be oh, like, I I'd imagine. be Google Translate. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh yeah, okay.
2: <laughs> Got
0: it. <laughs> I'd be feeding that back in there. So my wife my wife's an occupational therapist and when she waits on patients uh who don't speak English, she uses the the Google Translate. But
1: isn't speak she but isn't she gonna start doing Spanish? She is. Yeah. Gonna
0: start doing some Duolingo.
1: I'm like two hundred and thirty something days in on Duolingo. So That's great. Yeah, I can, I, 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 I can revisited get, French with it as, as well. I oh, you can, do
0: French on Duolingo?
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. That's so my you, next one. So you
0: travel now? Do you is that that passion for growing up traveling continued in your life?
2: Absolutely. Yeah, travel as much as possible.
1: Where's your favorite um, place?
2: Well, I love going back to Bangkok. Even though I've been there a few times, I mean Thailand is there's so much to see. It's so magical, um, mm. and okay. it's insane. I mean, it's so busy, and it's such an international hub for all different cultures, kind of melting pot and there's just always action. I love the life and the energy from the city. I recently had the opportunity to visit uh, Italy, went to Milan. I thought that was a beautiful city. And I talk about fashion. And I mean, everyone is just so impeccably dressed. And I just,
1: it's
2: obvious that I'm American with my tennis shoes here. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) yeah. But (laughs) uh, it was gorgeous. I mean, I I think that uh, Northern Italy, the countryside was really beautiful and I just love the pace of life uh, in some of these European countries, like Spain as well, Barcelona, where it's just a love lot more Spain. relaxed. Yeah, and you have time to just enjoy food, have good conversation, and uh, take your time. It's just I, such a context I personally don't have a
0: challenge there. enjoying food, but um, <laughs> I do. I do get the context. Uh, I went to Spain your, this last your lip year. Your kind of twitched a little Loved when you it. lied there. Loved it. I- Loved <laughs> it.
1: <laughs> so, um, okay, what I mean, uh, uh, military? Do you consider yourself a military rat? Well, my dad retired, so I uh, when we moved to Florida, so I didn't
2: have to uh, continue travel to travel much. around a lot. Yeah, so yeah, I had a pretty stable uh, upbringing. Lived in the same house until I was in high school, so that was fortunate. A lot of people that I know. Yeah, I wonder what what qualifies as
1: a military brat because, like, I I had a my my what branch of the military was your husband in? generally? They dad have in? to
0: be an uh, year, officer's like- child to be a brat. Okay, there's that. <laughs> the enlisted guy, the the enlisted guys, was was, was an officer and an enlisted. Officer. He was a
2: sergeant. Uh, serge- yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. you know
0: brat. Yeah. No
2: brats. Yeah, no no, sergeants <laughs> yeah, there and
0: they're in the foxhole with the guys. They're 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 the people's people. They're in there they are the, the kids, ones getting
1: and, the yeah. grease on their elbows. Yeah, the, the ones that yeah. I grew up yep. near
0: a military base and the only brats were officer's kids. So
1: Navy or Air Force? Arm it was army. 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 Okay. Mm-hmm. Nice. So thank, what was thank him for his service? What
0: was the little little town in in Florida?
1: It was called
2: Sefner, Florida.
0: Okay, and where and is it was that a in suburb,
1: that? kind of a suburb off of uh,
2: Tampa? So uh, if you kind of picture yeah. Florida, it's so I live on the the Gulf side essentially. So. Uh, Tampa Bay. If you think about it, is on the yeah, we the were Gulf just there. there. We were oh, just yeah. in Clearwater,
0: and I am just—I'm oh. very jealous we're... right now, and I'm trying. This is this is my jealous face. <laughs>
1: okay, because uh, well, it was it was so in beautiful
0: in Clearwater.
1: It was. We're yeah. in the 70s this week. We're. Not I know, but it degrees. ain't
0: beautiful. It was so pretty.
2: Yeah, I, I don't want to advertise Florida, but it is gorgeous, especially the, the Gulf beaches are like nothing else. It's really yeah.
0: We had, uh, mm-hmm. we we had dinner with some um a uh, uh, vendor who uh, grew up in the area and she has a local she's consulting business pharmacy and grew up in the area and they talk about how up until and i guess you'd have been in that area up until the 20 the 2000s yeah it was still very sleepy the beaches weren't mm-hmm. really you know they were kind of you know old and you know it's kind of old and then um i guess the then people was... figured out that it was beautiful and white yeah. powdered <laughs> beaches and and stuff like that so so people visit just don't move there right
2: Exactly. Our roads can't take it. We don't have the infrastructure.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was lovely. I, I, I that, almost like I almost case. sent like, my a wife a one way ticket and saying
2: yeah it. you're all just right. gonna We've
0: come here you're <laughs> just you're just this is we a, live here now yeah yeah here, <laughs> here's your plane ticket why is this one way because we're not going back <laughs>
2: just, yeah you'll see i mean this is the busiest time of year for us here because it's we call it snowbird season so every yeah. plate on the road is from out of state so new york michigan minnesota well, pennsylvania i mean they're now all here in a,
1: it's march now so now you got spring breakers
2: Mm-hmm. too, and oh, spring training, so a lot of the baseball teams have uh, training facilities down here, so we have a ton of spring training games going on it's oh,
0: wow. It's the nicest
2: time of year because uh, it's low humidity and I, I
0: get it, yeah, humidity yeah. blue guys um mm-hmm. and, and i get you know I get up, walk the beach in the morning and and then the ideas and the you know i'm I'm in a real modus today thinking that um innovation comes from stillness. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you get busy in a company, like, oh, you need to innovate, you need to innovate, right? And and you're meeting the meeting and you got 15, 20 minutes between meetings and you feel like you got to have hands on keyboard. You're not innovating in that. You yeah. might make some decisions based on past experiences, but you're not innovating something new without some type of stillness. You, it's you, true. And, I and support that.
1: that multitasking is not a thing. Task, no. task switching is a thing. Yeah, but that's, when you're task switching, book, you're not innovating. Thing. You know, right. it's like
0: it takes a while to get in this. And, and I innovate when I'm working out.
1: Yeah, um, mm-hmm.
0: by myself, and, and I, I innovate like on the beach. Uh, but it, but it's interesting how we how we think about this in our corporate culture. You know, you know, there there are people who get paid for their labor, and that's what you know, customer service. This, this is what they do. They you know, especially as you're younger, you get paid for your labor, you get paid for your hours. You know, um, but at some point in the organization, you have people who are getting paid for their innovation,
1: mm-hmm. and,
0: and and especially as we talk about marketing, right? You, you, uh, some of what you get paid for is 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 innovation and and thinking about this kind of blue sky thought and and, and what are the environments that promote that, um, mm-hmm. and I think some of that's out. Uh, in general, I'm down on you know playing ping pong and and stuff at work, but I, I don't know. It's interesting.
2: Well, I I agree with that because I think you do have to take mental breaks for yourself, and sometimes we're just so stimulated. I know we hear it all the time, but even just taking five minutes where you take a moment and you just close your eyes and give yourself a little rest and have that stillness. Um, Jeff, may I ask you, when you walk on the beach, do you walk barefoot or do you wear shoes?
0: Um,
1: Barefoot. No, you didn't.
0: uh, Both. Sometimes I wore shoes. Sometimes I had, this time I had a a water water sandals
1: Uh,
0: that are designed for walking and that kind of deal.
1: I had sandals, but I ditched them and I was barefoot.
0: So if I'm trying to walk faster to get a good pace... Um then I'm walking on the piece that where the water still has it hard yeah,
2: smooth. and mm-hmm. it
0: but it's covered with um shells. Yeah. And it hurts your feet.
2: Mm-hmm. Um yeah, if hurt. I'm
0: like, "Hey, I can just kind of saunter. I'm not trying to get my my 2, mi- two or 3 miles in." Um yeah. then I'll walk in the softer stuff in my feet. So what about you, I just, Natalie?
2: I prefer to be barefoot on the beach, but I I avoid the crunchy parts or anything right. that's yeah. painful but I do think that there's some type of connection that you feel it's actually really stimulating to just be barefoot and you know working a lot putting in a ton of hours I oh, spend yeah. a lot of time commuting I'm in the office under artificial light and sometimes it just feels good to have that connection where you go out and you know you put your toes in the sand and you're just Mm -hmm. like oh yeah this is what oh yeah
0: Yeah, and not to mention the exfoliating values
1: (laughs) exactly yeah that that's all that's my entire piece of it is i love my sticking my toes in the in the really softer part of the sand but then yeah i am kind of like oop nope just got to get over that that shell barrier so i can get to the so- <laughs> the harder part of the sand that doesn't have as many shells and then yeah the feet ankles and the ankle deep in the water but um yeah do you dive are you a scuba I like diver? To snorkel no i okay. like to snorkel I'm, I'm casual i like to keep it casual keep it when casual. i'm on the water i
2: like to relax <laughs> i want to lay out uh Lounge. Not all the technical
0: deals of the (laughs) chicken and remembering to breathe
1: underwater. So Mm -hmm.
0: you work for MedTel. So how how long you've been there? Two years. Two years. And what brought you to where were you before?
2: So I worked for a small company in the Tampa area that did mobility managed services. So it's a little bit of a misnomer. We say sometimes mobility people automatically think of uh, you know the physical aspect of mobility, but it was mobile device management. So okay. this is an organization when you have a large company with your workforce that has uh, mobile devices that you deploy out, drivers, what have you, uh, there's a security element. So you, you want to uh, maintain control over those corporate devices. So there's security software kind of uh, restrictions and just making sure that uh, the software is secure in terms of access or company information that's uh, Passing through the device, so this company specialized in essentially outsourcing that piece. So if you had a fleet of drivers, you'd say, um, this organization would manage all of the uh, mobile device software and tech support and troubleshooting for that customer. So there's a an outsourced market for everything. Most <laughs> people are not aware of this, but yeah, it's a it's unique. And then uh, also, so with that, they uh, also did some bill analysis to make sure that, you know, the organizations are on an appropriate rate plan for the size of the company and ensuring that there's cost savings. And, uh, you know, a lot of times that one of the biggest issues was is people going over with their data. Uh, so sometimes it's necessary to implement data caps and things like that. So you can imagine as a company grows and the organization gets larger, it's really hard to maintain control of all of those things. So uh, yeah. that's when a company like that would come into play. I get
0: a common theme are you yeah. an owner who likes control? <laughs> exactly. Do you feel out of control?
1: Mm-hmm. Right. And it can get out of control pretty quickly. You right.
0: know? <laughs> can it help you be controlling?
1: What would be your wildest story of somebody who got completely out of control <laughs> on their data?
0: On their well, data. Be, oh yeah. yeah. I, mean, I,
2: I guess uh, there were just times where it would be like, you know, how is this guy doing like 200 gigs on his phone? Who's just watching videos all day long. And I, you know, mainly stuff like that, like yeah. where they're doing Skype or you know video calls with their family all throughout the day on the oh, uh, wow. on the data plan rather than on Wi-Fi, and you know that was kind of rare, but it happens sometimes. just We don't have these measures in place, then um, some there's always going to be somebody that's going to find that loophole for a little while. All right. So it, so we right? had
0: some phones, and so now we've moved into another world of phones. Mm-hmm. Um, you're at Medtel, and so what does Medtel yeah. do?
2: So we provide phone systems to pharmacies, essentially. Uh, that's our, our niche business. So uh, we have our proprietary phone system that it, it runs on VoIP technology. That's voice over IP, essentially meaning your phone is connected over the Internet. And then we also have a proprietary IVR system that's interactive voice response. For those of you that aren't familiar with the terminology, uh, IVR is essentially the auto attendant that answers The phone on your behalf and allows your callers to self select and route their way through your phone system.
1: Yeah, I would say like pharmacy IVRs are the most easy to deal with because it's like, cool, one to talk to the farm, one to do a refill, two for this, or three to talk to the pharmacist. Whereas like you call American Airlines and you're sitting there yelling, agent. Yeah, I was just saying, I can tell when (laughs) Marcia's on an IVR,
0: she's over there yelling, agent, agent, agent,
1: agent. (laughs) Representative. Representative.
2: representative. Speak to
1: representative. Yeah, yeah, because true. their voice and problems are just horrible. Human. It's like you say one thing and it just goes off to something else.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, that's a point that I, it's like, no, maybe that's you need not a, what I Maybe say. you need
0: Alexa Silver.
1: <laughs> what is Alexa Silver? <laughs> you have to it's Google this, it. <laughs> it's this... SNL, oh my gosh. It's this really awesome SNL skit where it's, it's showing a, a more mature community and... I mean, just like my grandmother goes through and she's like, well, Debbie. And I'm like, I'm not Debbie, mom. And she's like, well, I mean, Jody," And I'm like, nope, not wrong person. And she's like, Marsha. And it's like, yep, that's me. Um, Same thing. Like it, it showed basically like if my, if I put Alexa in my grandmother's house, she's going, Amy, what's the weather today? Uh (laughs) And and so Alexa
0: Silver answers to other names like Allegra, Allegra. (laughs) Sure. Yeah. It's just funny. the kind of I it's, do tech it's
2: support a, for my whole family. So uh, I understand oh, I that, my yeah. aging parents. So I um
0: I had to train my to wife to do that. So I had the end yeah. of I could do that. Cause because like I was supporting her mother, who doesn't watch the show. And, and and it'd be like, Jeff, I can't figure out how to get this to print. And I'm like, okay. Look around the screen. <laughs> you see the button that has the word print on it? Oh, okay. It was like. There's just a, I think there's a mental barrier. Plus, when we get older, they have less, they have a less short term memory. Um, yeah. Plus,
2: I will, I'd like to give a shout out to everyone who does tech support over the phone or yes. <laughs> even uh, Brandon, who had to
1: help me <laughs> earlier. I mean, just to have the patience yes. and walk me through Amazing, amazing level of patience that these people yes. have. I mean, they, they could teach classes on like, teach me your ways. Yeah. Yeah, and hopefully, and I
0: think in general pharmacy. Well, usually pharmacy IVR, there's not a lot of choices, so it's better. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Although right. I look
0: for the day. I mean, to me, we can't be far away from true jet, uh, Chat GPT type IVR interactions. You know, mm-hmm. where I really can. You know, you just take you take a uh, Alexa or or something, like that, just one level further where they kind of figure it out. I, I saw a deal where a guy has t- uh, connected Chat GPT to. um apple home mm-hmm. and he's able to say things like uh th- it gradually learns more and more so he's able to things like um hey uh, my wife will be home in 30 minutes and it mm-hmm. says oh okay i'll make sure to turn on the outside lights
2: right it's, so it's intuitive and so I it's think intuitive that, right yeah and- we are on a learning curve where the technology is coming out so quickly and you have to think of how long it takes. Like your friend there is what I would consider an early adopter, right? So he's gone in and figured out something new and understands the capability of the technology. But, you know, for a large portion of the population can only move so fast and start to embrace these technologies. And so, you know, going back to your parents using Alexa and things like that. Like I, I never imagined like my father who grew up with, you know, the advent of the TV in the house is now doing video calls and texting and, you know, he sent me an emoji I about fell out of my chair. <laughs> but was like,
0: yeah.
1: that was me on my, when, when our, when we were still using the flip phones and my dad yeah. figured out emoji. First off, he would figured out text messaging. Mm-hmm. Um, And that was just a whole funny conversation because he was like, I've checked the voicemail, but the envelope won't go away. And I looked at it. I was like, Daddy, that's a text message. That's not a voicemail. Mm-hmm. And then he yeah. read it. And it was a customer. And he's like, oh, yeah, I've already talked to this guy about this. And I was just like, okay. So then he figures out text messaging, and I move away. And then he figures out emoticons.
2: Yeah. Well, it's, you know, it's interesting to there was pharmacies. If you think about the, the large audience of people that they're supporting when they call into a pharmacy. So you go from, you know, aging, elderly, and then Mm -hmm. also down to young people. And that, you know, with pharmacy, it's pretty, like you said, very basic and straightforward. and You try to keep things simple, but you're accommodating service for such a huge group of people. And now we're starting to see like um, fast food restaurants or are incorporating robotics more. Right. So you won't even interact with a human. They have drive through Taco Bells now where it's completely automated. And that's a new learning curve for people.
1: I I mildly already do that with Chick-fil-A. So I'll sit there and I'm at the stoplight and I'll order Mm -hmm. my food and then I pull up to the drive through. While
0: her vehicle is not moving. (laughs) I <laughs>
1: said at the right, stoplight right. Yes, Never text and drive
2: yeah. No never, Well never. this is ordering <laughs> food while It's driving. important public Which service announcement
0: Do not <laughs> yes. drive while ordering your Chick-fil-A
1: Pioneer um, uh, does not endorse no, Driving not endorse while ordering driving Chick-fil-A And texting <laughs> or driving while ordering Chick-fil-A um, but no, I've, I feel like I've done that already because it's like I just get there and it's like, yep, I'm already here. And then somebody brings my food out to me and I didn't have to interact with anything else because I ordered mm-hmm. my food. I paid for it. And I said, I'm here. Bring it to me. Super
0: interesting. Yep. The state of New York is doing a pilot where they're giving about a thousand of these things called LEQ to seniors in New York. And LEQ is a thing. It's like Alexa. Alexa. It looks like a phone on the side and then it has this little robot thing with a light that comes on and off that kind of looks around and it's designed as a digital companion and it's designed to talk to it and to be able to, yeah, but a lot of seniors living at home, the, um, and one of the longest studies ever of humankind, it was an 80 year study, multiple researchers came up with the number one thing that they found for happiness and longevity. What do you think that was? Companionship. Relationships. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In the end, who lived longer, who had better diabetes, who had better health, all of those were based on the value of their relationships. So right? so
1: you're saying that my grandmother just added another 20 years to her life. With Maybe, absolutely.
0: Campaign. Yeah, how many times do you see a couple where one of them dies and 6 weeks later the other one dies? Mm-hmm. They're just that relationship is strong. And so they look at these seniors who are living alone and they have a digital companion and 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 they they uh, I was watching testimony of one lady and she says hey um uh, LAQ I'm going to go walk my dog right and and she comes back in it realizes she's back in and she says and LAQ says how was your to walk with your dog and and plays games and and this is just the beginning um mm-hmm. the people who write the processors say that AI is going to improve but in the goes, next
1: that goes against all the other studies that have been out there about it's not just having somebody have a conversation with, it's also the the physical touch. And so talk just I come home and now all I'm doing is talking, it just seems so sad. I
0: tell you though, there and I think AI is not... gonna improve in quality a million times in the next ten years. A million mm-hmm. times. What you're seeing now is gonna be one million times more powerful in ten years. And if that person who has no other um pieces can have somebody to relate to and who ask them questions about their life and who um and so as i think about ivr and i think if i was the ivr vendor and thinking about where i was going as customer service it's mm-hmm. way more you know imagine if that person can can sit there and have an initial that that ai in an ivr well, can yeah, have an I, initial i uh, agree
1: with you from a cut from a customer service standpoint then yeah it, w- it would actually just take customer service to a whole another level because just like people are moving to a the simplicity they want the simplicity and just like I don't want to be in the long drive through at Chick-fil-a um I want to go ahead and like or have my food ordered and all I do is drive up and I drive off and not be stuck in the building the line that wraps around the building that's
2: driven by speed and convenience that's our need to have things done quickly and and ready and and i
1: i I totally agree that ai is going to contribute to that and more and more people are going to choose that simpler way but i don't see it benefiting elderly who are looking for companionship
0: the reality is it does that's a and, and the reality is, you're doing a big study of. I'm of getting
1: a puppy. Your
0: your pieces that you get from that feeling of relationship, and, and maybe you can. Maybe well, they... yeah,
2: but I mean, there's times like my uh, my stepmother passed away last year. My dad was living alone, and there would be days where I check in on him. He's like, I haven't spoken to another person all day, and some of it's by choice because I think sometimes you end up isolating yourself a bit. Well, I don't really want to go out. I don't want to talk and interact, and so it's very easy to, I think, mm-hmm. get in a mode where you don't have that. And I think that if there is just sometimes for those that live alone or maybe in isolation, have that little bit of connection, just yeah. talking to someone, even if it feels like a friend, it might be an yep. artificial friend, but
1: yeah, I, I do think
2: it's beneficial a, a little bit, but it, it would never replace human contact by any means.
1: No. I mean, and, and my grandmother was the same way after my grandpa passed. I mean, cause I called her every single day and I still do. And you know, that first year after my grandpa passed, it wasn't the same conversation. And it wasn't, I mean, like uh, multiple, multiple of us were calling and checking and having conversation, but.
0: So let's get weirder, but keep going. <laughs> and then we're going to, then we're going to get oh, weirder. Oh
1: no. Okay. I have, I am scared about where this is going, but I mean, um, yeah, I mean, I, I still call and check on her daily. I mean, now it's a little harder too because now she's got a boyfriend. Yeah, a brand new
2: boyfriend. <laughs> mm-hmm. I got a brand
1: new boyfriend.
2: Where did she meet him? How did, how did this come about?
1: Oh, so this is just so weird. Um, this is how they do it. In West my Texas. my eighty year old. Yeah, this is. <laughs> it was not tender or it any was- dating apps. Uh, okay. no, that's true. Um, that's no, so they they went to high school together, and they were all friends. And of course, when people get married, they go their separate ways with their spouses and their loved ones and have their families and their lives. And his wife had passed away this last October from cancer. And he's just looking for companionship. And he came, and of course, Midland, being the small town it used to be, um, still same people in the same circles. And so he approached one of his friends who, a friend who was like newly divorced. He's like, I'm not looking for marriage. I'm just looking for, you know, companionship and to not be alone. And that's it. Um, Nothing more than that. And so he, the woman that he initially approached, which was a a mutual friend of everybody in this conversation, she was like, I'm newly divorced. I want to have fun. I don't want to be held down. And she's like, but Betty. And so she connect, She called my grandmother and she said, hey, do you remember this person? Because he wants to meet, he wants to talk to you and he wants to date you. And she's like, well, I don't know about that. And she talked to him and just to check in on him and say hi. And then she said, well, I'm not, inter- I'm not Furthering this conversation until I talked to my granddaughter, um, and the rest of my family. And so, she asked me first, and I was like, "Okay, you do you."
0: Okay, but mm-hmm. let, let's 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 get some clarity here. This is where the, uh, the I am the uh, interpreter. Um, <laughs> uh-huh. So, Grandma is how old?
1: Eighty
0: three. Eighty three. Yeah. When you're eighty three old, you don't have a lot of time to mess nope. around, right? <laughs> and so, specifically, he was like, "I want you to move in with me." And I want to take care of you.
1: We'll travel. You'll yeah, want. Yeah, this for isn't nothing. the hate date. Is... Yeah,
0: we'll travel. You'll want for nothing. You know,
1: he has and a lake house, and so they're back and forth. Which I mean, she's moved in with him. She's they're yeah. back and forth yeah. between his house and his lake house.
0: And what a lovely story to have another opportunity to feel that way in life at yeah.
1: that age. Yes. It's another you
0: know, chapter. The, you know, so love and The happiness adventure again. and the discovery she is, and she's
1: so bubbly and just the companionship. So sticking and you're right, she probably
0: and she's good too. She's not on a lot of a lot of medication. She probably she probably did add twenty she's, years to her life.
1: She is not on any medication. She just takes like a daily vitamin.
0: So your dad Amazing. just needs to mm-hmm. call somebody he knows and oh from he's already high dating. And in oh together. good, yeah, <laughs> and, and just tell them, hey, you know, I we'll take care of it's you happening. and we'll travel it's and happening. you'll he's want for nothing.
2: A convertible. This is where we're at now. He's okay. uh, Tate, Tate. He just turned 79.
0: There was a guy growing up, uh Mr. Teague, who lived across the street uh from me growing up, and he was one of those long lived. And 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 uh he had the run. He was always was dating this woman chain and that and woman. No. And no. Actually the
1: fool
0: Mr Teague <laughs> not not Mr T as yeah, a little <laughs> Little bit of a
1: now there's emphasis on that
0: (laughs) 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 little bit little bit of a difference there. Sorry. All right. So back to so it'd be interesting. You know, if I was doing IVR, I think I would be thinking about how that changes. No, I was saying then the creepy thing, so and this is kind of creepy, and, and we'll have to think about where this So so today now, with only a few sentences of a person's speech, they can totally copy your voice. Mm-hmm. Okay, so totally completely, They can put your voice on anything else you said. I don't know if you've looked at. Oh, that's uh, the
1: latest conversation. Yeah, I don't know if you looked at the yeah. If looked at yeah. Cynthia,
0: Cynthia mm-hmm. can take whatever you type in and have this avatar say it, and it looks yeah. it voice. looks very. There's a slight you can tell. You know, three or four years you can't tell. Also,
1: that's a, one Ryan. Reynolds AI did.
0: can quickly learn about somebody, so there now is actually company. That allows you to talk to your dead loved one Mm -hmm. through AI. Yeah. So here very soon, not only will you be able to hear them talking to them, but you'll be able to see them talking to them. And you could take a lot of things about their life and they'd probably handle a similar conversation.
2: Mm -hmm. Well, do you know that's a part of the reason why TikTok is considered a national security risk? I don't know if you all are familiar with it, but... There's a lot of personal data that is being collected from your device. So everything you do, even outside of the, mm-hmm. the app is documented. And so what would happen with this type of information? One theory would be that you could essentially create a simulation of a person. If you're, you know, you're, yeah,
0: absolutely. if
2: your son is a 14 year old boy and, um, you know he likes weightlifting and working out and football, for instance. And How then did you know? essentially, yeah, because I have one.
1: Yeah, that's <laughs> so. mine too. Fourteen, loves yeah. working out, football. Yeah, and no, he's it. soccer.
0: And, and that's <laughs> yeah. scary, because right. you know I, I was watching this this catfish show. I watched a couple mm-hmm. of the ex of This guy who got catfished, and so he created a show about it. And and he keeps getting these people who are like, oh, we're gonna go meet this person, and mm-hmm. and we've been dating for three months, and I've never seen them. Really. You got Skype, you got all this stuff, and you never really, and you didn't think there was something it's weird like going on. Right, right. You never send them. But now, with filters,
1: mm-hmm.
0: all these filters and stuff on TikTok, it won't be a year or two now. You could have seen them for days and just never actually it's met. Cat, yeah,
1: now catfishing and, is at a whole
0: other level. And what's
1: worse. You're dating an avatar. It, yeah, <laughs> yes. there's, a,
0: there's a TikTok one now to make you look a lot younger.
1: Yeah. So yeah, you're talking about like, this child was predators. In high
0: yeah. Yeah, there's one this morning that you're younger, a little more freckles, you know stuff like that. that. And so you talk creepy. about child predators and stuff like that, and and now you got to tell your kids you could actually see somebody and it not be um, that you, person.
2: You're talking to. But
1: it's yeah. interesting because like I talked to my kids about it. We we brought this topic up with them, Jeff and I, mm-hmm. um, and we asked them. And Cohen was like, no, and he was completely like offended by it, and it was like, no. It's not you.
0: Yeah, I mm-hmm. don't.
1: I don't get to still hug you and touch you and hold your hand yeah. or give you like his thing is daps. Okay, so mm-hmm. a. But
0: yeah, he's a four, 13 year old boy, and he's yeah, he's kind of emotional. He's
1: he's a very he's got a very big heart. He's a very That's emotional true. child. He's very mm-hmm. big heart. So be interesting. Like ask your put the put that in front of your son and see what he says. Like would would he be okay if like I'm no longer here? but you have a bot that looks like me, sounds like me, talks like me. Would that be, would that be me? And would you be okay with that?
0: Yeah. And then you also tell them like, like her daughter's always playing these games. She loves to play games with other people. Uh, Mm -hmm. There's a murder game with four of them. Try to escape the the murder. That kind of stuff. And they're Mm -hmm. always trash talking and stuff. Anytime I walk by, I'm like, that's a 45 year old man in prison.
1: (laughs) Yeah. She calls him out (laughs) on it too. When they start trash talking her and they're like, get out of the room, little girl. And she's like, well, get out of your mom's basement, old man. (laughs) And I'm like, that's my girl. Yeah.
0: So what are some of the, uh, so it is this in the secrets of stuff. Are they, you know, you guys playing with anything AI related or really thinking yeah. about what that means?
2: Well, like, the short answer is yes. So we're exploring some different options. I think that uh, if y'all weren't aware, so we transitioned to new leadership at the beginning of the year. So our uh, longtime heard. CEO mm-hmm. retired uh, at, in the beginning of January. And so we have a new CEO that's taken over and, you know, with that, there's a lot of processes and technology that we're looking at and how we develop going forward. So, uh, there's an opportunity here that we see when you kind of have a legacy way of doing things for a number of years and we've grown and adapted, but we recognize like we're ready to move to the next level and understanding, working with our partners and understanding uh, what pharmacies are experiencing in the day-to-day. How do we better support their workflows? How do we develop tools that are more intuitive to use and even just uh, overhauling you know our, our processes of procedures now? How do I make this more efficient going forward? So, those are our, our first priorities is, is really um, scaling for growth because we've had a period of rapid growth and looking at where are we are going to be in the next year and two years when we start doubling and tripling our customer base and how do we make our processes and our technology scalable to be able to support that yep. going forward.
0: Yeah, imagine the IVR in the pharmacist voice. And imagine if you could right. take a sampling of two sentences and then the IVR could say, Based and I on can see textual a lot of design. Being satisfied said. with mm-hmm. just that. Yeah, just the crazy, like the happy birthday calls. That just blows
1: my mind. There's patients that are how, happy important. Like you know, I mean yeah. Yeah,
2: that's really what this comes down to. I mean, you know, going back to what you all said in the beginning, it's it's that personal touch. And I think that we'll never fully be able to remove ourselves from that. I mean, there's still gonna be that clientele that wants to interact with the pharmacist. They want that caring interaction and we might be able to fake it on some level if we go forward with technology um, where it appears to be your pharmacist. But, you know, at the same time, it's it, like... To me,
0: I consider that, bion- you know, bionicking it. You yeah. Know? It's not faking it. Right.
1: Robin right. Williams movie is coming to mind.
0: Right. It's, um, it's using the tools to extend what I do well and provide good service. And enhancing
1: it. Mm-hmm. Yes. And enhancing the service. Which is what we're all about is enhanced services, enhanced patient services. So, um, yeah, I, I think,
2: mean, you know, you always have to remember too, that we're all consumers as well. At the end of the day, And even though we are a service provider in this industry, you always have to, to take a step back and say, you know, what, if I don't enjoy this, why am I making my customers do it? You know, if I have these mm-hmm. experiences, uh, when I go like when you're going through the drive through at Chick-fil-A and you can make it <laughs> so easy just to go up to the window and pick it up. Are we delivering those same type of experiences right. to our customer? I think you always have to you know, get some perspective in, in what you're providing because sometimes we just get caught up in the day-to-day of like, we've been doing it this way for a long time. This is how we've done it. But you know, to your point, you've got to take a pause and say, you know, where can we innovate? Where can we do something different here that's really going to make a difference and, and make our customers happier.
0: We have to move independence into, you know, there's some, oh, I want a human to answer the phone or I don't want to. We've mm-hmm. got to move them into, into um, you know, an IVR-assisted. we got to move them into messaging, more asynchronous type of communication, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and So uh, then
1: I'm going to end up killing pharmacists. Pharmacists. <laughs> because phar- no, pharmacist. AI <laughs> is going to
0: take us where we need to be, right? Pharmacy be- tech. Or we're gonna know you are gonna message, and at some point is oh, yeah. gonna get I, the whole chatting better. And, and to I me, the whole, chat the chat's better than. I the,
1: completely use. I don't. I don't call the pharmacy. I message. Um. I use the RX local app to actually message on my pharmacy. Yeah, yeah go, me too. And and like like, it's one of my favorite things that I talk about when I talk to pharmacists about our app. It with our system is that, um. You know, we'll leave a soccer game, and I'll message the pharmacist, and I'll go, "Hey, do you have the flu vaccine?" And cool. Three of us are on the way, and I give her the patient names. So and when I walk in the door, she's ready to go, and I just have to sign the piece of paper that says, "No, we're not allergic to egg." Poke us in the arm. Mm-hmm.
0: Yep, and that's yeah. a and that's a hitting people where they are. So you got a, mm-hmm. a group of people that are there. You got a group of people yes. who are going to call, right. um, and, and just hitting pieces. Uh, we got lots of pioneer customers who who've gotten Medtel, moved to Medtel. Yeah, uh, here, here, see lots of good things on social media. Hey, made this. It was a great move. Um, why do you think so many people are moving to? to your platform?
2: Well, there's a lot of different reasons and and the motivations. I think for one, it's convenience, right? So we alleviate some of the pain with uh, having to answer the phone and and having your staff kind of tied up and, and being on the phone and servicing those customers. So having this type of service where you're able to automate a little bit of the process is a time saver for pharmacies. There's typically a cost saving, so depending on what system they might be moving from, if uh, some pharmacies are still on what we call like a traditional phone system where they're using a local carrier, for instance, to pro- provide their phone service, they don't have as many of those features available to them. And some of these costs are starting to increase, which is driving some of the migration away from the traditional phone systems. Also, it, when you're using older equipment, it can be a, a large operational expense up front to set the phone systems up. And we try to alleviate as much of that as possible for pharmacies. So there's a number of options in terms of purchasing equipment. Um, with phones, uh, you know, there's a, a wide range in the, the prices of the devices that you can get. We also have a lease or purchase option. These are some things to consider. But uh, one of the the main features and going to the mobile app aspect is that our Customers really enjoy that they can interact with their customers using their mobile device, and it appears that they're in the pharmacy. So, uh, you know, you're making a phone call. It looks like it's coming from the pharmacy. And I found that some of the events that we've attended, uh, the pharmacy shows that I'm hearing from a lot that people are starting to do more work from home. And uh, occasionally there's a need to make phone calls where, the, you know, the pharmacist is working unusual hours and needs to interact uh, do some business outside of the pharmacy, the The mobile app gives them the freedom to do that. So it's just kind of interesting where I, you know, I think since COVID, um, the way that people have adapted to working and saying, hey, I can do some of this without having to physically be in the store. I can do this from home. So there's a lot of flexibility with the platform that I think makes it quite attractive. Um,
0: and we have a lot of good interactions. Like yeah. uh, when a call's coming in from you guys, we pop up and show who we think it is. Um, they can yep. do click to call in the pharmacy system. We added a deal uh, just in the last month where when the system sends out an IVR message in our message center where they usually can type text messages right. or stuff, it shows mm-hmm. that the system sent out a uh, SMS message. So they can kind yeah. of see everything in one place, which is really cool.
2: And it is so nice to have your technology talking to each other because it's so common in business that you have these silos of information that probably exists within Pioneer itself. You know, you've got your accounting system, you've got your um, CRM system. Like if, if you all aren't familiar with the term, so the pharmacies use a pharmacy management system. Um, we use a customer relationship management tool, CRM called Salesforce. And I love we how she const- does that.
1: <laughs> so, so
2: we basically uh, are looking at All the ways that we can further integrate our business on this platform, because we're supporting other business processes in doing so. So it's very attractive, even just having uh, a few components like that. So you can create that personalization when your clients call in, and you get that screen pop of you know exactly who's on the phone, or it just makes it easier than oh let me look let me look it up, give me your birthday, let me pull this up. So uh, just that little bit of efficiency that you gain really does matter in the long run, especially with pharmacists who are so stretched, um, as it is, you know, you're always looking for ways of where can I save myself some time so I can better serve yeah. my customers throughout the day.
0: Uh, note where that came from. Uh, we came into a, a, a bigger company that has lots of acronyms and, mm-hmm. um, Marsha's continuously, um, um, admonishing, uh, the leadership with their own podcast people don't know what that acronym is explain it to you and I just noticed that was about the third acronym that you've used that you explained <laughs> what it yeah. was so so I'm thinking I'm thinking good job marketer oh
1: great so, hey you that, just that threw me on the bus work for getting our leadership yeah. team I didn't say getting <laughs> on I said
0: admonishing to explain what mm. acronyms are and we, we a lot of times we find that and we, we think that you know everybody knows if whatever what well we I mean
1: know. when when Mark was in the military
0: oh that's the worst
1: and he'd come home, and it's like, "How was your day?" And the entire sentence was an acronym. Yeah, like the I, only, the I only took an English LTM at a yeah. OT twelve,
0: at,
2: at at an MRE.
1: and yeah. walked over to the B R O B, and I'm like, "You, th-
0: y- you wet and woo." You yeah. said
1: the alphabet out of order. Yeah,
2: yeah. I don't know where any of these. telecom, there are so many acronyms. I mean, and then
0: internally they yeah. try to they, they try to um, we've got it, we had a great. Uh, head of development, but he always trying to name everything internally with acronyms. That's UDS. Mm-hmm. And that's a UCT. And that's a, no, th- these things are going to stick. We need a name, so, <laughs> yes, you know, exactly. name it yes. a river in, a, in in South America. And, well, and then if, also, if it sticks, that'll be okay. I don't know.
1: I've, I've also made it kind of, of lately my, uh, my stick, the thing that I'm just so completely stuck on is we're using our own. We're using our own terminology, our own acronyms. That com. the outside world, like when we talk um, med patients don't know what mm-hmm. med sync is. Know what MedSync
0: is. We're yeah. not sync your meds. And
1: so and so, <laughs> we're trying sure. to increase patient engagement, and 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 not just that, but patient education and to look at what these big box chains are doing are not doing and look at what these independent corner round round the around the corner mom and pop pharmacies could be doing for you in your health. Mm-hmm. And I've been making it my big thing to like stop using words that nobody else understands or acronyms that nobody I'm like break it down. Come on. They're not in your world, they're not in your mm-hmm. head. So like simplify it. Let's yep. not.
0: All right. So it as we close, interesting yes. conversation from to from this morning in marketing. Ooh. So, um, you know, we have a new cloud-based pharmacy system in the long-term care space. And and mm-hmm. we had a uh, talking about that. And and, and, and of course, the programs want to talk about, oh, it's the cloud, it's the cloud. And, and I always talk about, hey, as marketers, you want to get as close to what people want, right? right? The cloud is the hammer. What they want is to hang some pictures of their loved ones on the wall, right? Mm-hmm. And, and, and so as you look at your products... What's the hang in the picture on the wall? What's what's what is the closest thing to what is the
1: how pharmacy hanging, really the want? How am I hanging it? Yeah. Well,
2: I think it's your phone's always going to be answered. Number one. Yeah. So, <laughs> so quick <you're... laughs>
0: customer, they yeah. want to answer the customers quickly. Yep.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So customer service uh, and being able to efficiently serve that customer. So you have a, a workflow that you've got to support here, right? So is your phone system or is answering the phone a, a hindrance to you in any way. So how to, we want to make that part easier for pharmacists so you don't have to worry about it. You know, it's working. Your, the phone is always answered. It's always on. Your your pharmacy can always be reached. There's never a time where your customers are getting a busy signal or having to wait, um, you know, too long. I mean, of course, they have to leave a message. You're able to respond to that as quickly as possible. And giving them the tools that they need to be able to respond to their customers right. is... Is really important.
0: Yeah. That was a cool thing I liked about your product. You know, when you have a hard line, you got two people on two lines, it's busy, Mm -hmm. but you guys will spread that out. Yep. Right. And so So. they're never really getting a busy signal. So, so happier customers, happier staff, um, more efficiency, which is happier customers, happier staff. That's it. So this
1: stop giving a busy signal. Yeah. Yeah. No busy signals.
0: Be less busy with less and less busy signals. There we go. There we go. Well Natalie, this is fun. It was, yeah. a, it was great getting to know you a little bit better and, like, and people can't really a more new about job with Yep. More to learn more about the product. Where do you, where do you go?
2: That's www.medtelcom.com.
0: Oh wow! She gave I that am. kind of a she gave that kind that. of an announcer an announcer <laughs> voice know. there. That was and good. I'm, I'm going
1: to add to it. Uh-oh. You want to see and learn more about Medtel? Come to Catalyst Connect. Yeah, if you're a Pioneer June customer. 8th to the 11th in Nashville, Tennessee. Grab your boots. We'll see you there.
0: Yeah, you also, better be one there. One
1: more thing, if. Uh, we have any
2: customers that are interested and visit our website and fill out the contact form. If you mention the podcast, we will give you a discount on your installation fees. So, wow,
1: yeah, we'll have to do a reel on that. <laughs> oh, yeah. there it is. World. Okay, <laughs> I had to squeeze that's one a, in. I had to squeeze in a little. Give <laughs> a woohoo!
0: No, I <laughs> yeah, thought it was great. Yeah.
2: Um, All right. looking
0: forward to seeing you and connect. Make sure you. Yeah, you yeah, will be busy, but make sure you flag us down and and say hi Absolutely. and.
2: It was a pleasure. I really enjoyed it. So, and, thank
0: uh, you so much. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks all Natalie. Right, all right, bye. bye.
1: Thank you for watching the Catalyst Pharmacy podcast.
0: If you enjoyed today's episode, please like, subscribe and follow us wherever you get your podcast. Give us a 5-star rating on Apple Podcasts to help us reach more pharmacy professionals like you.